1: Hello, and welcome to episode number 314 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. And the title of this episode is Blessings from the Psalms, part four. Here we are at the end of this podcast series for this month. I hope you have enjoyed hearing some information about the book of Psalms. It's been a pleasure sharing it with you. At first, I was going to focus on some Psalms that may have not been well known. But if you've been with us this month, I ended up sharing some popular ones because of the message I felt was needed at this time with current events. We started with Psalm 1, which is the beginning of this book. So I decided to end with the last Psalm, Psalm 150 today. As you will see, It's the grand finale of praise. The first and last psalms have only six verses. The first is a psalm of blessing. The last, a psalm of praise. Thirteen times in this short psalm, the verb praise, or in Hebrew, Hallel, is used. A lot of times we may say, hallelujah. It is indeed a grand hymn of praise and some have assigned its authorship to Ezra, and then yet others believe David to be the author. Well, regardless, we have here a full-blown symphony of praise to God. Just as Psalm 1 serves as an introduction to the entire book, so this psalm serves as a conclusion to the book. As mentioned, this psalm has the same number of verses as Psalm 1, But whereas Psalm 1 focused on the person God blesses, this one focuses solely on God himself. Between these two, the Psalms have expressed many of the joys and sorrows of our human experience and of our relationship to God. All that has gone before ends with this great explosion of praise. We were created to bring God praise. Not to mention how you read in the Bible how the angels are always giving God praise. So praise must be vital in our worship to God. If you look at Revelation chapter 5 verse 11 to 13, the apostle John saw a great multitude numbering thousands of thousands singing a new song in heaven. Worthy is the Lamb to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. And to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be praise and honor and glory and power forever and ever. Now this psalm calls us to join in with that choir in praising the Lord. Isn't that beautiful? The Psalm answers four questions on the subject of praise. Where, what, how, and who. Verse one tells us where. We should praise him in his sanctuary and in his mighty firmament, which in another way, it's saying everywhere on earth and in heaven. There's no place where worship is out of place. And then verse 2, for what? Well, for his mighty acts and according to his excellent greatness. In other words, we should praise him for what he has done for us and for who he is. But not only for his exceeding greatness, but also according to his exceeding greatness. In other words, he's our creator and our redeemer, We should acknowledge his mighty working in our lives consistently throughout the day. And then as you look in verse three to five, well, how? With an orchestra of every kind of instrument. It mentions trumpets, lute, harps, timbrels, stringed instruments of all sorts. It talks about wind instruments like the flute. And then it says loud cymbals and clashing symbols. So this lets us know that all worship is not soft or quiet. The list is probably not exhaustive too. We should have no hesitation in adding to the orchestra any of our modern instruments like pianos, keyboards, harmonicas, accordions, and electric guitars in our praise and worship. One of the other instruments used here is the human body. We are called to praise him with dancing. Look at verse four. Our hearts and minds, our voices and our bodies are all to be used to express praise. So it's not wrong to sing and dance when we're given worship, provided that what we are doing is in a true spirit of worship where all are edified and built up. This is not to be done no matter what, where you are pleased, but you are offending or discrediting God and others. This should be a true offering to God and a sacrifice of praise done in the power of his Holy Spirit, where all are edified and built up. I know some are less expressive than others, but these verses were penned by God himself. So they're true. Where we do not have to be inhibited in worship, but not destructive as well. And then verse 6 brings us to the last question of who. And the answer, of course, is let everything that has breath praise the Lord. So the who is God. God is to be praised. All creatures, all people, and every continent, everywhere, are to worship and praise God. We know that every knee is going to bow before him and every tongue is going to confess him as Lord and King. We see that in the book of Isaiah and also in Philippians. So remember, the book of Psalms is divided into five parts. Each of the first four subdivisions ended with words of praise or blessing to our God. And so it's only fitting that the final words in the book are an entire psalm that consists of nothing but praise, and that the very last verse of the book should summon all creatures everywhere, everything that has breath, to praise the Lord. So we have been told where God is to be praised, for what God is to be praised, how God is to be praised. And who is to be praised? Now, the last verse of this psalm, and indeed the last verse of the entire book of psalms, is a joyful admonition simply to praise the Lord. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. My heart is overwhelmed that we are concluding this focus on the psalms. I would encourage you to take several weeks and just read through some of them, And then enter into praise, thanking God for who he is and for what he has so wonderfully done. So let's dive into this psalm now. Psalm 150. Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty firmament. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Praise Him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise Him with the lute and harp. Praise Him with the timbrel and dance. Praise Him with stringed instruments and flutes. Praise Him with loud cymbals. Praise Him with clashing cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord! I agree with the Holy Spirit that this is the best way to end the Psalms and this month. May we use the breath in our bodies to give more praise than complaints in the ears of our Lord. May we find in the midst of disappointments and suffering at least one thing to give praise to God for. Oh my God and my King, my savior, my deliverer, my redeemer, my life, my soul's desire, my protector, my strength, my love. I come to you desiring to worship and praise you for who you are and for all that you have done. Thank you for revealing yourself to us and for forgiving us of all our sins. Thank you for the assurance of saving, sanctifying, and then one day glorifying all of us who have put our trust in Jesus Christ for salvation and for the forgiveness of our sins and for the giving of new life. Oh, guide those who do not know you to our website or to another Christian or to some source where they can learn how to have eternal life in you thank you for drawing us to your loving care and to your presence right now. We bless your holy name and it's through Jesus that we truly come in spirit and in truth and it's in his blessed name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Well, join me next week and smile. Jesus loves you.